Hello and welcome to Live Deliciously, the official, unofficial A24 Bracket Podcast. My name is Andrew Whalen. I'm Cyrus Smith. I'm Diadius. And Sarah Chambers. Welcome back to our final round one of our first bracket set. Uh, today we are talking Green Room versus Slice. Much like our last episode, I think this is going to be, I think we'll, we'll cover Green Room pretty quickly. Uh, Green Room, released on May 13th, 2016, written and directed by Jeremy Saulnier of Blue Ruin um, and a handful of episodes of True Detective Season 3. Uh, it stars Anton Yelchin. Um, I believe it is his last role before he yes, tragically died. Mm-hmm. Uh, Imogen Poots and Aaliyah Shawkat. Green Room is the story of a punk rock band is forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Yeah, I think we'll probably save a little bit of the conversation around Green Room to, to the next round because I think we all kind of agree where this, this round is going. But, yes, uh, this is way better than Slice. Yeah. <laughs> Just go ahead and put it out there. Huh? Um, yeah, I mean, yes, y- y'all will hear our opinions on Slice. I love this movie, Green Room. Um, love this movie. This yeah. movie kicks ass. Yeah. 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 This movie's fucking sick. And Blue Ruin is also fucking sick. So oh, if anyone true. is interested, you should definitely watch Blue Ruin as well. I, I plus one that, that Blue Ruin is sick too. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I watched this one actually a few months back just with a buddy of mine who we watch horror movies together, which I know you don't like horror movies. Ours. I think this qualifies as a horror movie. Oh, I would not? say more suspense. I didn't even get a horror vibe. I mean, there's like grotesque things that happen on screen, but I was much more way more worried about like are they going to get out versus just like oh my god i'm worried what's going to actually happen to them i i figured what was going to happen to them very early on yeah um i we don't need to get on this here it's not what this podcast is about but like it's hard to put the term horror in a box a true. lot of times yeah and it has a lot of uh, there's a venn diagram of horror and suspense and like thrillers and psychological thrillers and things like that that um it's hard to piece together but um yeah this movie is a movie about a punk rock band. This movie is punk rock as fuck. And uh, I didn't no- note it in the starring because I just picked the top three from IMDb. It's where I'm pulling this stuff from. But uh, it also stars Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Who is amazing. Who's amazing as like the villain. Really? Which I feel like you guys he liked him in this? I didn't think he was that good. Really? Personally. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I thought, I thought, he, was... I thought he was terrifying. Yeah, oh, very like I did not he was terrifying in like how calm he was the entire time and how just like evil. I he had was. so many questions about his character. Like I would watch a spinoff movie about him. Yeah, uh, you heard it here first, folks. Sarah wants more content about Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, their decision to play Nazi punks fuck off. Uh, that was great. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Inspired. Um, I watched this with a friend of mine who's a big punk rock fan, and he was talking about that song before the movie because I didn't know that song be- uh, before. And so when it started, pl- when they played it, we were it was a that was a fun moment. Uh, he had also mentioned the uh, the red strings. That's a common thing that uh, yes, it is neo Nazis mm-hmm. in the punk rock scene will wear. Uh, red shoe strings. I'm glad I learned that because I was thinking about getting some red strings for some boots that I have, and I was like, not no, anymore. That would have been a bad look. <laughs> uh, yeah, the last thing I'll say, kind of with what you're saying, is I do not know much about the punk scene, but watching this movie, I was like, damn, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I want to know more. Yeah, vibes for sure. The other movie we're talking about today is Slice, released September 11th, 2018, written and directed by Austin Vesely, uh, who I, I looked up, tried to find his other, what he known for and it's primarily just music videos i think mm-hmm. specifically one or two chance the rapper yes music videos which <laughs> makes sense because this movie stars chance the rapper zazie beats and ray gray um as well as our, our boy joe keery from stranger things 
they just don't give him a lot to do in this movie, unfortunately. No, they don't. He was good, too. And it was almost, like, typecasted, kind of, because yeah. I'm just like, this guy is playing the same person. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. This movie yeah. is, when a pizza delivery driver is murdered on the job, the city searches for someone to blame. Ghosts? Drug dealers? A disgraced werewolf? Question mark. When we watched, when I watched Tusk, which I watched before this, I thought, well, damn, that was pretty brutal. But I enjoyed parts of it, and at least I've watched the worst movie that we're going to watch for this set of movies. <laughs> we were joking beforehand that uh, D in our group chat had said uh, something to the effect of like, yo, Slice is going to be the black, the dark horse or something like that, which we now found that he was joking about. But I saw that, and I think the rest of us all saw that, and we're like, oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to check out Slice. Same, yeah. Seems like D really <laughs> likes it. <laughs> Almost was like the first one that I watched, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it was the first movie I watched and set the tone. Yeah. He was joking. We found out. I found this movie to be like embarrassing to watch. Yes. Um, I felt like the performance, I felt like almost everyone was bored on set and it came through. I felt like the script was just half hearted at best. It didn't really commit to any of the things that it did. And I, I felt very bad, especially for Zazie Beetz, who I feel like was like acting her heart out in every one of her scenes. And she's incredible. And it like was for, for what? All for what? Um, yeah. In every, in every scene but the one where she dies and quote unquote says, oh, shit, did I die? That fucking sucks. Yeah. Cut scene. <laughs> what is she supposed to do with that? What is she supposed to do with that script? Not, yeah. Which, which yeah. The, like... I, I was... I am a huge Zazie Beats fan. When I read the tagline and saw the cast, I was like, I'm pretty excited for this movie. Yeah. And I was also thoroughly disappointed. Yes. But I agree. She's not given a lot to do. And I do think out of all of the cast, she is putting forth the most effort. She was definitely the best on screen. The, and it made me think about, like, from an actress perspective, like, why did she accept this? Yeah. Like, I know that... Like, you know, you, you get money or whatever. I'm just like, why? Why did we miss like a season of Atlanta so you can do this movie? <laughs> why didn't we get that season sooner or other movies? And she did her best though. She was amazing yeah. as far as what, from what she was given. She really did. Yeah. I, we haven't really talked about like this movie's the, the, the world in this movie is so fucking weird, um, which like could have gone somewhere. This movie had potential to be interesting, I think. Um, but they're like in this world slash town where like, ghosts just live but ghosts are just people with like white makeup on their face and like they just are like pasty with like reddish eyes otherwise they are completely normal people that you see them walking opening doors eating pizza it doesn't seem to be anything there's nothing different about a ghost except for like you're a person that's dead right yeah um, and they're ostracized for some town. reason yeah, yeah. yeah. there's some but like you jump right in no explanation no. which really threw me yeah. yeah it took me a long time to even figure out what was kind of happening in the world building yeah well and the makeup wasn't even good enough for me to even distinguish ghosts like that mm -hmm. yeah it wasn't always clear who was a ghost or who was not yeah, yeah. Like, really weird. They talk about, like, hauntings are a thing that ghosts do. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, why there's, like, maybe, like, there's, like, ghost racism happening. Right. But, like, yeah. it's, like, what are the what are the haunting? It's just people exactly. chasing people yeah, around. Yeah, I didn't get that part. I was waiting for an explanation of just, like, okay, so, like, there was, like, a mass haunting or something like that. And it, there's just, like, no, there's no... There's, it's just the thread that we get introduced to, but there's no, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> there's no stakes in this movie. No ever. stakes. There, yeah. It's never clear. Like you find out that this like charity group or something who already, they, their whole thing doesn't make any sense because they're like raising money for ghosts, but they're also like 
racist against ghosts kind of because they like think ghosts are bad and because ghosts are bad they need to raise money for them so they can like give the ghosts their property i don't know it doesn't make any sense you find out later they're witches and they want to open a portal to hell so they can control ghosts or something that was the thing that pissed me off the most because i'm like oh that's the big reveal like these women who like are supporting this mayor and you know essentially controlling the mayor's message by giving him money to the town and it's like okay so they open the portal through hell but what is the end game for the portal like, are they trying to control this town? Are they trying to control the ghost to wreak havoc? Like, there was never an explanation given as to why, for one, why the portal existed. I didn't, I didn't, that wasn't clear to me. And then what the witches were going to do with it. There wasn't like a mat, like a, you know, a devil at the end of this portal where they were trying to bring him out and, you know, control the world or whatever. It was just, they're just doing this thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, this, I mean, we could talk at length about the different things in this movie that don't make any sense because I, I have a bunch of notes about all of them. <laughs> um, but I think I, I don't necessarily want to harp on that too much uh, other than to just to say like this movie was supposed to be like a campy, funny horror comedy and it's not scary and it's not funny. Yeah. Not scary, not funny. As a screenwriter, place in a couple competitions and like want to do this for a living. Um, one of the biggest tell that a script is not good is when there are a bunch of voiceovers. I've, I counted that there were four, and it's because the storytelling is not coherent. Where you actually have someone explaining to the audience or walking to the audience, like this is what's happening, yeah. this is what you're seeing, and like the performance on the stage between the or the performance on screen is supposed to imply that to the audience no one is actually supposed to explicitly tell you to and the fact they did it that many times i knew like this is not a good movie yeah Mm -hmm. i was really ready to like this movie and even i was like clinging a little bit to the just ridiculous tone but i did not like it it was yeah everything y'all have said it lost me even chris parnell is a mayor who's like obsessed with painting women with giant breasts yeah that was weird too yeah (laughs) i was lost and i also wanted to ask what you thought of chance so i was definitely expecting some sort of chance songs in here there was not a chance song (laughs) i don't know why i was just like maybe it would be like the soundtrack or something not a chance song um he seemed like he wasn't really trying no yeah it was like this is just chance the rapper in this movie it's not like chance is playing someone it's like he's just himself in this movie (laughs) and i'm not sure if like that's hard from like the you know the artist to kind of separate himself but it just seemed like chance the rapper actually was just playing chance the rapper he was not playing the werewolf guy. Yeah. yeah. I found his performance disappointing. Yeah. I did too. I mean, I think at its core though, he has good energy. I feel like if there was a good director and good script, he might do something pretty interesting on screen, but yeah. I really would fault probably the director and script at it. He definitely didn't have much to work with. And given that he's not a professional actor, it shows more with him. I think than someone maybe could have like brought it at him versus like Zazie beats. Who's an incredible actress. And like, she's given nothing and she can still manage to like squeeze some juice out of a couple of scenes just because she's got so much charisma as an actress, but he wasn't the worst actor in this movie. I'll give him that. <laughs> it was the worst. Oh God. Um, a lot of the witches were pretty rough I think the main witch was she at least knew the assignment she understood the assignment yes she did she yeah. was full camp I appreciated that with her but some of the rest of them were not not so great um, I hated the cop as well which oh, you know yeah because it's like he was trying a little harder and it was worse. Yes. Than Chance, who yes. was not trying and it was fine. And the cop was trying. <laughs> it's like, ugh. he also had nothing to work with because his lines were just terrible. And the jokes were just not funny. It's just like an <laughs> onslaught of jokes that are not funny. I just, it's so, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Austin Vaselli. Like, it's just so amateurish, this, the script. It and felt that, like it would have been a good music video. Yeah. Like, yeah. this would have been a yeah. good music video. Yep. I would have yeah. enjoyed that. But it does not make for a full-length film. And I really would have loved to sit through the pitch for this movie. Yeah. It's funny. This movie was 83 minutes long. I know. It was I know. the shortest movie we watched. And it took the longest, longest. It took forever. It took yeah. the forever. Yeah. It took forever. <laughs> On the theme of endings for this bracket, the ending for this fucking movie was just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect for this ending to be the pizza commercial. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like, all right, if you're gonna do that, you do that for credits. Yeah. But they did it for the whole thing, and then again, like it explained to us what essentially happened. Like we just watched what happened. Yes, you don't have to have like the whole bit about oh yeah, like the ghosts and like we're them, but we're okay now. Like yeah. you didn't have to do that. Oh my god! The, so I don't know if we've talked about this before. There's this concept of there's this great podcast called Eye of the Duck, uh, and they do movie uh, criticism, and they they do this like the concept of Eye of the Duck is like a a scene that's at a core of a movie that kind of like explains the themes of the movie or contains the the themes and, and, and other things about the movie. And as I was watching the movie, I, I'm like, the eye of the duck for me is the scene where Chance, Chance's werewolf character kidnaps the journalist um, and she wakes up in like some house somewhere and he's explaining the plot to her. Yes. Like, what's and she's going like, on? I already know. She's like, I already know this. And we already know this. Yes. We know this because we <laughs> saw it happen. She knows this because she's the one who found out and he knows this and he's explaining to her and she's like, she's bored. He's annoyed and and bored and she's like I know and it's like that was his movie it just kept like <laughs> saying things over and over and over and over again yeah you mean Dax Lacander oh my god yeah I that was my first note because like the first thing we see is like his wanted poster and I'm like okay he's the werewolf yeah. huh? that that's the the lycanthrope and I was like okay. um the last thing I have to say about this movie is my favorite letterboxd review poll said fuck y'all this was fucking hilarious but they only gave it two stars yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man troll energy yeah. <laughs> all right any last words on Slice before we banish it to hell? You know, the title is very vague. Didn't really make sense to me why, like, Slice, because it's cutting, and, you know, like, it's it speaks to, the, again, like, the amateurish. Like, this is something that you would see, like, ninth grade film class, you know what I mean? Slice, because I'm doing dual meaning. And it's like, <laughs> this is so dumb. I kind of like the title. I thought it was the only part of the movie that was inspired. It's like Pizza Slice and Slicing People. (laughs) I would agree with that. If it was an actual, like, funny, campy, like, horror movie, it actually would have been kind of sick with that title like that. Yeah, it just doesn't. I think, I guess, for me, it feeds into the corniness of the movie because the movie is not, it doesn't accomplish anything. Yeah. And so the title is just another thing where it's just like, womp. Oh, I do want to say, I did laugh twice in this movie. Um, one of them was, we mentioned that Chris Parnell's character is always painting women with, uh, very large boobs. And the first time we see him doing that, some people enter into his office and he grabs this tiny little towel and throws it over the painting and it just covers the face. And the whole scene is just like the boobs are in the background. That was funny. I found to be, it was just dumb enough to be funny. Uh, what is this actor's name? Who is the owner of the Paul Shear? Oh, Paul I Shear, love yeah. him. He was yeah. actually not bad. He, he was, was in bad. I have mixed feelings about him, but I did laugh when he, uh, one of the, his employees was like, "I got to go down to the basement." He goes, "The spooky basement? What the hell were you doing down there, you idiot?" Yeah, that, that made me good. laugh. I don't know why, but it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my vote goes to green room. Green room. Gotta go green. 
green room it is. Done. And Slice hits the cutting room floor. Ooh. Bloop. Transition. Real quick. Andrew from the future here. Popping in to say, follow us on our socials. We're at Twitter at DeliciouslyPod. We're at Instagram at LiveDeliciouslyPod. Email us at LiveDeliciouslyPod at gmail.com for any feedback, comments, questions, whatever. Uh, and, of course, sign up for our bracket and create your own prediction at challenge.com slash A24, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash A24. Thanks. Bloop. Thanks, folks. Talk to you again real soon.